Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank Dave. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night, my friend. How are you doing? You're coming off a big week. Mom was visiting up there in Los Angeles, I heard. I guess a little, little uh, someone told me something that was going on up there. Everything good? Everything's good. Family uh, all got together. We went to some fantastic Italian food. The restaurants are open in L.A. We had to just um, leapfrog over a few tents. Yeah, on the way course. to the yeah, restaurants. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Other than that, uh, a few broken needles. Other than that, you know, Ellie's in great shape. Ellie's in great shape. Absolutely. I <laughs> hope you're doing well. And hey, doing everybody, great, uh, thanks for checking this out. We were recording this on the 10th, uh, October 10th, 29, 2022. And we have oodles of stuff oodles. to bring your way because uh, we are in the major countdown mode. Two weeks to go, baby. Two weeks. 11-8 is a day that will live in infamy. I'm going to mark that right now. The most important election coming up since 1862. The most important midterm election, exactly, because yeah. that's when the Republicans uh, took hold uh, of the direction of this nation. Correct. And let me tell you, this is kind of a big thing to say, not just for this country, but for the world, because as the United States goes, goes the rest of the world. Yes. And uh, we are at a, a precipice, a turning yes. point, so to speak. So it's a biggie. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously encouraging everybody to vote early and vote often. No, that's what they said in Chicago, <laughs> the Democrat convention in 19, in 18, in 1960, but okay. Um, <laughs> Hey, quick, quick recap of what's going on. Yes, um, we, we saw the cyborg in, in Pennsylvania melt Futter, down. Futterman, uh, wasn't it? Futterman? Futterman. Futterman? I'm sorry, Futterman. He didn't, yeah. he didn't have the electrode in his, in his back of his neck uh, implanted correctly. Iron Man. That's the way they call him. Iron Man, right? Yeah. I call him Cyborg. Cyborg. Um, yeah. We saw another ridiculous, in, in two seconds, uh, uh, oh, another uh, Herschel Walker uh, paying for another abortion from some unknown lady. Thank you, Gloria Alred, for this nonsense. Okay, right. that went away in about a half a day. Right. Um, we, the Democrats have pulled money out of Florida. Florida, you was kind of purplish. Well, yeah. that is deep red now. DeSantis yeah. and Marco Rubio are, Rubio are going to win by double digits. Totally, they totally. Bank on both of those right now. Call that a red state. Yeah. Um, up and down, we have the momentum, uh, which I'm I'm getting kind of pumped about. I'm trying Dude, to. Dude, I'm telling it. you, things I'm, things are breaking. Things are things breaking. Things are breaking. Things that you. I was listening to Vannon on War Room earlier this week, and when you see Nancy Pelosi is going to spend physical time and $10 million ad buy in the New York City market, she is worried, right? Lee Zeldin is running at 40% in New York City. He's got, he's got upstate New York. They, the, the, the red wave is, is, I mean, Rhode Island 6, Connecticut 5, all these districts that are like D plus 4, D plus right. 6, D plus 7. What that means just for our listeners is the, these are districts and, and seats where Democrats should win by at least four or five, six, seven points based on the on the uh, way they draw the the, the boundaries. Um, not so much, not so much anymore. I mean, when you've got Pelosi putting her PAC money into propping up New York City, they've got a problem. They've got a big problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah, when they got to prop up their deep blue districts, <laughs> yeah. yeah, come to Papa. Hey, um, <laughs> we, oh, speaking we, of we, Pelosi, we, hold on, yeah, hold on. <laughs> we do a quick step. So we talked about this. You know, this is every election cycle. In the months leading up to any, whether it's the, the midterm or not, yeah. there's shenanigans, mostly Always. from the Democrat, but they're like, oh, who's the October surprise? Well, we've had a few yeah. surprises. Yeah. Um, and they'll take any smidgen and try because they are getting hammered so hard and they are desperate. Yeah. So I'm going to let you take the lead on this because I, I'll just start <laughs> laughing halfway sure, through. They're probably the craziest 
congressional house break-in uh, of all time just took, was this just last night? It seems like it's days ago. Yeah. Um, tell us what happened at the Pelosi's house there in San Francisco. Yeah, so this is breaking news as of last night. Uh, Nancy Pelosi's uh, home in Pacific Heights, San Francisco, which is the most Tony neighborhood. This is like Bel Air. This is the Los Angeles, Dave. This is the most exclusive neighborhood in the San Francisco suburbs. Uh, Nancy was not there. However, her husband, John Pelosi, was attacked. It's a and, uh, huh? I'm Paul sorry, Pelosi. Paul Pelosi. Yeah. Pardon me, not John. Paul Pelosi was attacked. Now, of course, the mainstream media ran with this story as they usually do. If they frame the narrative perfectly, man with a hammer comes in, he's screaming, Where's Nancy? He wants to pound on his head. He calls 911, the police come, and that's the story they run with, right? Guys taken to. Sure. Zuckerberg General Hospital, and I'm not, I didn't misstate that, by the way, they named, renamed San Francisco General Zuckerberg General because Facebook, uh, Mark, gave them like a billion dollars. So uh, he was taken there for uh, injuries and stuff. He's fine. He's going to be okay. He's full recovery, all the rest of it. But Dave, here's whenever I want to educate the tens of thousands of listeners that listen, and we are so thankful, by the way, for you guys listening, you are a force multiplier of the truth, and we really appreciate that. Why well, you got to share this show? The background here is incredibly important. So dig a little deeper. It's what I, I we had a couple of Dave over for dinner last night, and they were asking about this story, and they're like, they recanted the narrative they heard in the mainstream media. And I said, guys, dig a little deeper, okay? Just dig. That should be always people's perspective. Dig a little deeper, okay? I got some headlines for you guys. So I dug a little deeper, and here are the facts. The Pelosi attack suspect was a psychotic, homeless addict, drug addict, who was estranged from his pedophile lover and their children. He lives in Berkeley. He lives in a tent. He imports drugs from Mexico. Um, Well-known, crazy Berkeley left-wing kind of, you know, dude uh, over there. Um, He was the one that was responsible. Now, here's the thing. Do you think he just randomly did this, Dave? Right. Uh, so this I is, thought because I thought he was a white supremacist. Right. Of course. <laughs> sorry, right. That's sorry, yeah. He's, he's clearly a, clearly an ultra MAGA uh, supporter who guy, drinks yeah. Michelob and Budweiser <laughs> and drives a big truck with a sure. you know a rifle rack and all the rest of it. Oh. No, not so much. He's actually one of them. And so you got to go think to yourself, okay, who you know? First of all, Pelosi is ba- Paul Pelosi is basically a throwaway guy from the Democratic uh, side of things, right? If you're the far left leadership. He's a DUI convict, twice DUI convicted. He's had multiple affairs. So the party's thinking to themselves, hmm, how can we make the most of this guy and leverage a whole kind of, you know, domestic violent extremist narrative in the mainstream media headlines right before the election? Well, this is how. Let's get one of the, let's get one of these far left libtards. Let's just give him 10,000 bucks. I'm making that up, but it was probably something like that. Let's give him some money. And let's let him just go do his thing. And he went and did his thing. Here's a couple of facts I want people to think about. The glass that was broken to get the door open that was that was already open was broken from the inside out. Okay, that's number one. How did the glass get broken from the inside out unless it was done from the inside? Number two, he called 911. Dave, the San Francisco Police Department were there in less than 60 seconds, less than one minute. That is ridiculous, right? I mean, that is not a response time anywhere close to normal in any city. The only way, the only way they could have been there that quickly is if they knew the call was coming, okay? So I'm just saying, I'm just saying, there are no conspiracies here in Rant and Rave, (laughs) but there are no coincidences. Uh, All the facts are lining up 
way too clearly for this guy. Uh, his name is DePate, by the way, David DePate. Uh, this guy was probably in a drug-induced psychosis when he did this. Right. He's a fanatical, uh, 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 you know, total BLM signs in his front yard. Far left, basically. Uh, he's yeah. every single thing that you could think about, right? I mean, just every single thing on that side of the equation that you could think about. Uh, gay pride flag in his front yard, well-known drug dealer, uh, Berkeley educated, you know, just the whole nine yards, right? So I'm just going to put it out there. I'm not going to say it was a conspiracy or anything yet, because I really don't even like that word. All I'm saying is there's no way in heck this dude was a right wing nut job who went <laughs> over to attack these guys. It was the exact opposite. I'm, I'm going to take this. Yeah, my my I always like to 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 uh, come at this from what the media tries to tell people, because that's what yeah. all this is, is it becomes a media concoction. I immediately thought of the Juliet Smet, Smollett, Smollett, uh, Travis in Chicago when he made up this nonsense story about two white men and a noose. OK, yeah. That evaporated. Um, yep. But the media runs with it. So here, as you you describe this guy perfectly, a left wing nutbag. So here's the the fun things about this. Um, when the police arrive, okay, uh, yeah. there's stories that are coming out just today that there's a third person involved. Yes. Because yes, Pelosi was uh, entangled with this fellow who, by the way, had just his underwear on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and he's they're both got they both got hammers. A yeah. third party opened the door. Yeah. Who why did, why did he and, why did he have his underwear on? By the way, this is a, <laughs> a gay lover. Excuse, excuse me, Dave. Sorry. Yeah, so, what was that? yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. We don't know if that don't underwear came off before yeah. or after this guy entered this. By the way, high security, fifteen million dollar home with yeah. giant walls. Okay, you can't just stroll in there. Usually, well, let's, let's pause on the security piece for a sure. second. Okay, so that's another angle. There's no video security footage available for this. Isn't that funny? Kind of like when, um, well, then they want to uh, share when uh, Einstein, not Weinstein, Einstein, Weinstein was who's the who's the pedophile who supposedly killed himself in prison? Who was that guy in New York? Remember? Oh, uh, Epstein, 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 yeah. Epstein. Epstein. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's funny how the security footage just yeah, well, stopped yeah. when that happened. Right? Of course, there's Same of course they've thing yeah. at the Pelosi household. And how does this guy just get in? Door open, door no open. security footage, no security guards. They're worth a quarter of a billion dollars. Dave, you think they could afford one or two security guards outside for someone who's yeah. third in line to the presidency? You could have maybe a guy on foot patrol, like a kind of a Walmart greeter type guy out there, someone it's, like that. They are spinning faster than, than a top in a, in a, in a, so in a video game. Dude. They are so, so desperate And, right and just the initial uh, nonsense coming out of the mainstream media, uh, trying to somehow, even potato head Biden, somehow linking this to MAGA. Yeah. Because, oh, because all the violence comes in. Of course, in reality, yeah. 99% of the violence comes from the far left, whether it's from Antifa or BLM. Yeah. Um, and I think there's a third person involved. I think um, when Pelosi called, he actually said a friend. Yeah. When he called nine nine one one, and the idea that the, the, this is not panning out because the yeah. co- the initial uh, comments out of the cops was when they, as soon as they got in, that's when yeah. they saw this yeah. uh, this psycho hit Pelosi on the head with a hammer because right. he had to have his skull surgery, I guess. Yeah. Um. That doesn't make. There's no way that timing came. Uh, no. Hundred percent went like that. And and by so the way, they are, they, just... they have been uh, from immediately. They got a phone call from up on high. Yeah. And you can call that whoever you want. Yeah. I don't care if it's Valerie Jarrett. Hey, yeah. head of the uh, San Francisco police that's handling this case. Yeah, um, you're taking your orders from us from this moment on. Yeah. And by the way, Dave, the camper that's parked in his driveway that's registered to him has Uh-oh. a few interesting bumper stickers on it. Uh, okay, I, put this, I put this out on our getter feed this afternoon. So people can check it out at 
rant and rave 1776. So one says 9-11 was an inside job. Uh, the other says uh, Jesus is the Antichrist. Um, I could go on, but I think you're getting the picture. Oh, the other one says uh, uh, Trump and QAnon uh, are conspiracy theorists. Uh, I mean, just it's just this is just mass psychosis. You know, this guy is deeply disturbed. And yeah, I guess they yeah. thought they could get away with it if you had a deeply disturbed right wing guy do this. But guess what? It's a deeply disturbed left wing <laughs> oh, yeah. guy. And I just love it. And really, it's been over the last couple of years where these stories that they concoct fall apart within literally minutes. Yeah. OK. And I don't care how, you know, and yeah. I don't they're well, it's faithful. like the break in. Are you going to talk about this? The yeah, break so, in. Yeah. So, that, so that's so, that's yeah. the time, because at yeah. the heart of it is the media accomplices of the Democrat Party. And they take their marching orders from up on high. Um, and they are, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. We will do what you are told and we will spin, spin, spin. Okay. Yeah. Now, just a day earlier, a huge uh, poll just came out. So Carrie Lake is not only beating Katie Hobbs for the governor of Arizona, which is a pretty key state. She is now, they're saying a double digit lead, which is unbelievable. And that means dragging Blake Masters in to become Senate and uh and so on down the ticket there yeah Abe so Hamaday just, and all those guys Hamaday yeah. for I think he's uh, attorney general AG, yeah love that guy um these are the futures uh, though just those three people alone the future of the GOP right there in a, in a nutshell if they all yeah. win yeah. um so just two days earlier there was a quote-unquote break-in at her opponent's uh Katie Hobbs campaign yeah. office okay yeah. so they and they took like a couple thousand dollars worth of, uh, of equipment. So within seconds, it's just like this one, dude, just yeah. within seconds, the, yeah. the mainstream, well, Carrie Lake wanted this to happen because they're yeah. all about violence. This is like Watergate 2.0, literally calling it that and yep. saying, and putting a big, uh, a big splash that putting this right at Carrie Lake's uh, feet, yeah. that this is, she's spreading dangerous misinformation. Oh, yeah. She incited this threat. It's, and, and of course this, uh, it turns out within, they got about, took about three hours Another left, um, sorry, a homeless a nutbag who yeah. just wanted to steal stuff. Yeah. And what was fantastic and why Carrie Lake is crushing it, she was a newscaster for 30 years. So she, yeah. I actually saw a good chunk of this uh, okay. uh, yesterday, yeah. uh, press conference, and there was about 20 cameras there. So it was, we got like, some, some play. Okay. She actually ha- was holding up um, screen grabs from the TV of all these idiotic uh, uh, newscasters, NBC, CNN, saying this is Carrie Lake, blah 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 blah, mega yeah. violence within about a half an yeah. hour. That's what this was up, and she was, yeah. and she says to these, "This is at your feet, news people. You cannot allow this to happen. You are spinning this in yeah. an. In, this is just like uh, bearing yeah. the the Hunter Biden a laptop story, right? 100%. And this does affect elections. And yeah. how dare you? And so she yeah. tore them a new one. I love that. So nice. it's a, it's a, it's once again. Uh, a piece of nonsense dude that was uh so well said and uh you know so true um th- th- this is again people have very short memories and i think that's kind of what the far radical left counts they on. sure do yeah they don't yeah. remember they don't think that we remember the hunter biden laptop story they don't think that we remember all of these you know j6 false flag ray apps you know j6 type events we do i got news for you we do we remember all of them very very well and you're not going to get away with it. You're not going to get away with it again. We have got tens of thousands of poll work- workers, poll watchers. We got people all over the country. We got canvassers. We got people watching. Th- there was a group in Arizona recently. You probably saw this, Dave. There was a group of patriots in Arizona by law, 75 feet back from the be- drop, the mail-in drop box or whatever it is, the, where the uh, thing where they drop off the envelopes and stuff. 
And uh, the far left and the ACLU got all upset about that because they were there's Arizona. They were dressed in camo and they had, you know, sidearms because it's open carry. It's an open carry state. It's legal. Right. Like one of 26 right. states that, that's legal for constitutional carry. So the ACLU sued. And guess what? A federal judge ruled yesterday. Shut the fuck up. Too yeah, bad. they shut them down. I love that. Shut, up, shut it down. Like you, they're, to- they're totally within their legal parameters. Dave, we are going to win this. Every vote does not count. I got news for people. Every legal vote counts. Right. Chain to custody, custody, signature verification, ID presented, paper ballots. We are going to win this election. We have got an army of people out there. Thanks to the guys right. like Mark Fincham in Arizona. Uh, thanks to guys like Steve Bannon at War Room motivating people to get out. Thanks to the precinct strategy, which took advantage of a great uh, clause in the Constitution to get these people out there. Uh, whether all the way from the Rio Grande Valley to the Connecticut, Florida, south to Texas, the New York, the Midwest, we're going to pick up some congressional seats even in California. Um, but Dave, I love it how the mainstream media today, like in Pennsylvania, they were already out. They're already out saying basically. We won't know the results until four or five days after. I mean, they're already setting it up. They're already trying it's, to set it up by saying, starting the narrative. You think you're going to know on election night? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, don't be, no. Don't, 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 don't be so, don't be so stupid. You know, you, we might know, we might let you know in four or five days, maybe. We'll get, we'll get back to you on that, yeah. right? Well, and of course, the double whammy in Arizona is the secretary of state is that's who Carrie Lake is running against. Katie Hobbs. Is, yeah. I don't know if it's ever happened in history. I mean, probably it has. Yeah. But that is the person that is in control of the election process in that specific state. Right. And so, of course, Katie's going to want to uh, spin this any way she can. And another one, uh, she called this out. Fox 10, literally two days ago, put up a screen grab that said Katie Hobbs had already won this election with 53% of the vote. Yeah. I yeah. swear to God, this is the thought. They have a screen grab. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, wow. that this is It's already all over. Wow. And then, of course, they, oh, I'm sorry about that. That was put up uh, um, unintentionally. No Bull. way. That, wow. that, is, that is a subliminal wow. thing that sat up there for, uh, they set up uh, almost a half an hour. Oh, uh, and they got a screen grab of it. And this is the Fox 10 outlet out there in Phoenix. So yeah. horrible. And I'll, I'll give you one more about um, sure. Pennsylvania. Um, whoever's running that show over there is a disaster. But they've already said that there's now 255,000 unverified PA voters are receiving ballots. That means they're not connected to either a social security number or a driver's license. That means just these things are, that's a lot of votes. That, that turns everything. Yeah. Quarter million votes are already out there, out in the wilderness in Pennsylvania as of right now, without okay. any connection to a specific person. That's just disgusting. I know. Uh, yeah. So that's we're already, hair's already starting to fall out because that's the only way we're losing this. I mean, they're out there. I guess the good news is, is that we've got thousands and thousands of uh, uh, poll watchers yes. and box big ballot change. box watchers. That is the big difference between 2020 and 2022. And also so. Rona. What, what's, who's our, who's our, Rona who's McDaniel. Yeah. yeah. She's already launched about 80 lawsuits, preventative lawsuits. Yeah. So at least this time we seem to be a bit more proactive to, to, to kind of uh, push back against the nonsense that's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, exactly. So we'll, I mean, it's all I know is November 8th. We might, who knows what we're going to know, right? I just, I'm just picking up a headline <sighs> here on Steve Bannon's uh, getter feed, cyborg malfunction again. I'm looking at the tape, tape of <laughs> Fetterman? John Fetterman. Yeah. He's got this giant hoodie over the back of his head, oh, no, covering up happened? that gigantic carcass on the back of his neck. I think that's where they plug in the Iron Man power every night. And I, he's just the guy, he's just refusing to admit basic facts. Like the only cop who died in the Capitol riots uh, on J6 
was a was a the, the guy who died was a was a Trump supporter. I mean, it's, it's just he's anyways long story, but he's just that dude. Well, is, and 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 the and the wife is equally as bad, saying that uh, swimming is now racist. Apparently, yeah. that was that was her. So she's as dumb as he is. Um, people of Pennsylvania, please, you've yeah. got to you know uh, smell the coffee. Yeah, uh, Doctor Oz will be great. Um, yeah. He's leading now. That that debate was such a horrendous disaster for yeah. the Dems. Yeah. And with his with his reading, yeah. hey, good night, everybody. He couldn't. He can get the first two sentences out. Yeah, the the Hobbs debate, the Oz debate. I mean, the, all of them. Are anytime just, they, yeah, like, anytime we can expose them with with the debate, we win. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna be honest here, Dave. I'm gonna be brutally frank about it. Uh, you know, we don't necessarily have the best candidates. Like that, we have flawed yeah. individuals sure. in some respects, but we. Create them like we blow them out of the water their candidates are so deeply flawed what are you what what exactly are you running on right are you running on open borders are you running on af- botched afghanistan withdrawal are you running on nine percent inflation are you running on the cost of all the basic ingredients uh going up 20 to 40 percent for your for your dinner table are you running on six to five six seven dollar gas are you running on uh pornography in our kids schools are you running on uh, domestic violent extremism uh, mothers attending board meetings and having uh pastors who are protesting at uh abortion uh killing clinics uh peacefully protesting there you're having 30 fbi agents kick down their doors is that what you're running on Maybe there's something, maybe I'm missing something, Dave. Like what? I am trying so hard to cut them a break and say, wow, you actually got it right here. You actually got it right there. But there's not a single, I cannot remember a time in the last 25 years where there's not a single thing that they are doing. They were, they really were banking on the abortion issue and racism. Those are the two. And orange man. And and orange man. Orange man bad. That's their trifecta. That's it. And and, and that all melted like butter in a frying pan. Yep. Um, And it didn't pan out the way they wanted. They, they, they tried the the monkey pox, any kind of pox situation. Any kind of pox. Yeah. Any kind of pox. Tranny Um, pox, tranny pox. And I just. You get your tranny pox right here. Come on, get your, get your, get your booster, get your, put your faith mask on. And any time. They're actually the 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 people of whatever state, whether it's Michigan or Pennsylvania. Anytime they actually get to see their quote unquote candidate speak and try yeah. to uh, defend any of these positions, they melt. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Grant uh, Whit, uh, Whitmer up there in Michigan is a perfect case. Yeah. Tudor Dixon is running a great campaign. She's very articulate. She just laid things out very nicely. And yeah. a lot of these are non-politicians, which yeah. I also love. People yeah. are sick. You know, Herschel Walker down there. Yeah. Is, is he the most articulate person? Yeah. yeah. Obviously not. He's a football <laughs> yeah. player. Sorry, but he's yeah. doing it. He's yeah. solid. He's doing a great job. He's staying consistent. Yeah. He's now got a two or three point lead. Yeah. I mean, look, Dave, we'll wrap it up, but it's like, it's, it's amazing. We, 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 we got one more biggie, else? dude. We got what? the biggie of all time. What's that? We, we got to talk about Twitter, baby. Oh, Twitter. We, we are can, not. We got okay, to dive into we this. We got to get Twitter done in this on the big show. Twitter on the big show. Elon yes. Musk steps up $44 billion, closes the deal yesterday, walks into Twitter headquarters in downtown San Francisco <laughs> with a sink. Because, you know, did you see that video clip? Yes, I love sink. it. He carried in a sink. It was a Twitter video clip because he said he's throwing out everything, including the kitchen sink. And that was the whole metaphor. So on day one, yesterday, Friday, this we're recording this on the 20th. This is the 28th. He fired the CEO, the CFO, and the general counsel. Boom, oh, done. Lord, the general Lord counsel that got that got Trump terminated for life on on Twitter. Boom, gone. Um, and of course, they all got extraordinary packages and all the Ugh. rest of it. So no one's feeling sorry for those bastards. Um, and Dave, here's the nice little technical follow up. He immediately uh, yesterday 
uh, Elon Musk immediately asked his Tesla engineering team to take control of all the source code at Twitter. All the source code now is being run by Tesla engineers. So, so Musk himself, the chief twit, as he calls himself, uh, has got full and total control over the whole thing. Now, are we going back to Twitter? No way. And is anyone, and I do not recommend you go back to Twitter, do not go there, stay on Getter or Truth Social. They're the best places to be. Um, you know, Twitter is obviously a, a national security place. It's a, it's a bot farm. It's a narrative engine for the far left. But it's going to be very interesting to see how it kind of, um, you know, kind of grows out of this. We're already sort of seeing a lot more propagation now with conservatives, conservative stories. I've heard this on different sources uh, that, that they're not being shut down as, as quickly as they were before. So we'll see where it goes. Yeah, I, I, I mean, we've gone back and forth on this for a couple of months now. Is he going to be able to get it through? Is there a legal problem that's going to get hung up on? He wanted to check out all the bots. It all, it, at the very end of the day, it happened very quickly. Yeah. And I think his just having those engineers come in and yeah. take control of the of the code, especially yeah. Yeah. he obviously had this all kind of laid out of in course. a game plan. Of hey, when, when this when that when that hammer's dropped, that first 24 hours is key because they're going to yeah. try to burn whatever they can. And the smugness, the arrogance of that CEO and that uh, VJ Gade, yeah. that head of legal. And she was the, the chief architect of, of, That's right. of who they who they can censor and who they can't. That's right. And I wish this would happened six months ago. As opposed yeah. to just two, but hey, we'll take it. Um, I wish him the best, but yeah, the the horse is out of the bar in this one. There's now so many competitors, get or gab. We, yeah. you know, you mention them all the time. Yeah, and I don't know if Twitter's ever going to become what it used to be or was or or potential because yeah. um, it's it's so splintered now. But I well, know it's, it's, it's still be, it's, it's still be, a very big deal for a lot of people, and I'm glad yeah. that uh, uh, that he's I'm, ahead of it now. They're, they're they're slow walking it. Trump Trump hasn't said. He's never going to come back. I mean, Jason Miller, who runs Getter, obviously has said that. But at the end of the day, there's only one guy who decides that. That's Trump himself. Yeah. And so Trump could basically flip a switch and turn back on 120 million followers. And that actually could be very good for Truth Social mm. as well, because that'll leverage both platforms. So, you know, who knows? We'll, we'll see what happens. If I was a betting man. I'd say there's a reasonable chance of him going back on Twitter, especially after he... 50-50 um, maybe, yeah. No, especially after he announces he's going to run, I would oh, say I it, I'd yeah. say it's it's five to one. Yeah, so you're saying in about two months, <laughs> it's all math, is it? Yeah, no, because it's all math. It's just a question yeah. of math, right? The question is how many followers can you turn on once you declare yourself for presidency? How many people can just say yes, put me back and, on, and get, and get 120 million right. people behind you? Because I've, you know, as you know, I've never been a fan of Twitter. I've barely used of it. I, I love the Getter, yeah. Getter fan, but but around the world, it's still. Would you still consider it the most? prominent social media platform right it's still uh, amongst, number one I, or I, I, two i think well i don't know about yeah amongst the media types and the hollywood types and the news types yes but uh, you know once a bunch of the regular folk i don't know i mean getter yeah. is doing an amazing job internationally they were uh they did get as incredible numbers year-over-year growth in terms they were number one uh in terms of year-over-year growth so you know, I think I think give them, they can give them a certain run for their money. And there's certain things yeah, Getter does great that Twitter doesn't do. They, they, right. Twitter doesn't do live uh, feeds, the live shows, all the rest of it. I mean, Get, Getter is technically a far better platform. Um, there's no doubt about it. Anyways, uh, we're just happy that uh, Musk did the deal. The libtards are out. Hopefully Trump will uh, will uh, max the, out. <laughs> I mean, okay, one last time. I just love his comments. Hey, 
Thank you, all you all you leftards out there who bought my very expensive electric cars so that I could purchase Twitter. Thank you. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I'll add one more to that, Dave. Uh, Zuckberg, Zuckbook, uh, his yeah. company was down twenty five percent yesterday. Oh, I love so it. Meta or Facebook? What a great down 25%. week! That was a great week. <laughs> He's had more than half his personal value wiped out in the last twelve months. Oh, Thank what you. a good week, Doctor Zuckerberg. <laughs> Berg. My name is Alex Berg. All right, folks, don't forget to check us out on your favorite podcast platform of choice. We are out there everywhere and on social media. Getter, Gab and MeWe and Truth Social. Dave, we'll see you down the road on the right side.